0: Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. This is episode three of God Uses Stepping Stones as we continue to discuss the wisdom seeds that God gives us to help us to understand and prepare for the next level of promotion, the next level of his anointing. Let's get right to it. All right, next wisdom key. You will not be promoted to a new position until you yield to the current preparation process God has implemented for you now. Let me say it again. You will not be promoted to a new position until you yield to the current preparation process God has implemented for you now. Now, let's go back to Moses for a minute. Moses, his first 40 years, he learned to be somebody. He, he was you know, part of Pharaoh's uh, household. So the first 40 years, he was learning how to be somebody. The second 40 years, he learned to be nobody. And then the last 40 years is what God really used him you know for that purpose that he called him for which was to be you know the the one that led the people out of Egypt that led the children of Israel out of Egypt he was their deliverer so you know you have to understand that you have to yield to that current process of preparation that God has for you and is implemented for you you've got to yield you got to yield to it before anything can happen All right, next wisdom seed. Constantly sow into your current position. The harvest is important for your next position or promotion. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, become the best that you can in whatever that position is for you right now. So, invest in it. Read, study, learn, do everything that you can. I've always been an avid reader. I love to read. I wish I had more time to read. I've got a pretty big library, but to me it doesn't seem that big. When I have people come to my house and they go downstairs and they see all the books that I have, they are amazed at how many books that we have. I like to read, but I like to read books that are going to help me become better at who I am as a person and who I am in business. I want to get better at it. I invest in it. Now, is God going to do something beyond where I'm at right now? I don't know. Very possibly he could be. But I'm going to invest in where I'm at right now. I'm going to invest in my current position. Because whatever that harvest is, that harvest is going to be important uh, for my next position. Let me, let me take you into a, a passage in Proverbs. So I'm going to go over into Proverbs, and we'll put our, put our eyes uh, on it uh, in, the, in the Word. So let me, let me get into the book of Proverbs uh, so that we can uh, look at that. So give me one second. I want to find this passage here. It's in Proverbs chapter 11. And, uh, and in verse 24 and 25, it says, There is he that scattereth and yet increases, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tends to prov- poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that waters shall be watered also himself. So again, he's talking about the importance of of investing sewing he, he's talking about the importance of that and how that, that has an impact in our lives how that, that can have an impact in our future so that's why it's important that you constantly sew into your current position it, it, it's just crucial to do that Go go take some seminars if you haven't been in a seminar that has something to do with what you're doing in your life go to one, find one, go to the internet they're, they're not difficult to find. Not difficult at all. In Genesis chapter 26, in verse 12, it says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord blessed him. Why? Because he sowed. He sowed. He sowed into the fields. He received a harvest. When you sow into your position, when you sow into your position, then you'll reap a harvest. You know, I can't tell you the times that I've, I've, you know, within the company that I'm in and have been in as I started in sales, how that I continually sowed into that position. I tried to get better in every way. I tried to learn. How can I get better at this? How can I learn this? I read books. I went to seminars. I, I listened to podcasts. I got DVDs and CDs. I did that. And what did it do? It brought back a harvest. It helped me to become better than what I was. And so through all of that, you wind up finding that I wind up getting promoted. And then and in that position, I do the same thing. And then I get promoted again. And then what do I do? I, I continually sow into that uh, position. And so that's why it's so important. All right, let's look at this other wisdom key. Constantly, or or let me, let me go back. I was getting ready to say the same one I just did. So, This next wisdom seed says a new promotion or position will bring with it a need for greater commitment, greater understanding, and a need for a new level of preparation. So once you get to that next place, that next level, that next job, that next position, it's not done. You You haven't reached the plateau. You haven't reached the mountaintop. There's no such thing in your personal life. You know, people always say, well, if I could just get this job, I'll be happy. If I could just get this position, I'd be happy. If I could just make it to this, you know, particular uh, level of income, I'd be happy. No, you won't. Just just trust me. That's not the way it works. You're going to have, once you get to that new position, then this whole process is going to start again. You're going to have to have a greater commitment to it. That level of commitment that you had in your other job, that that commitment that you had then, it's not gonna it's not gonna work now. You got to have a greater commitment now. You got to have something greater. Uh, you're gonna have to have uh, a greater level of understanding and a new level of preparation. Your, your preparation is going to go up. It's going to increase. You're going to prepare even more. Why? Because God's not done with you. God's always a God of increase, so He wants to take you to that next level. So again, a new promotion or position will bring with it a need for greater commitment, greater understanding, and a need for a new level of preparation. All right. Next wisdom seed. Succeed or success in your current position will be found in your daily routine. Now this is this is pretty important. Success in your current position will be found in your daily routine. What do you do on a normal daily basis. What is your daily routine? What do you do? What are the things that you focus on? What are the things that dominate most of your time? Because I'll tell you that your future success is going to be found in that daily routine. So maybe you need to look at your daily routine and see, are these the things that you need to be doing that is going to prepare you to go to that next level? Because if they're not, then you need to change the things that are dominating your time. You need to change the things that you're focused on. So look at that daily routine and see what's taking place. All right, wisdom key God always wants to use you to minister to a specific person or persons in your current position. You know, we talked about Paul and how God used Paul to speak to the Greeks to go to the Greeks, and how Peter was called to go to the Jews. Uh, Esther, uh, God used Esther in a great way when you you, you read the story of Esther. So God wants you, there's somebody in your life right now, and that's again why I take meeting new people uh, so seriously, because I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know at that moment, if, if that person may not be the next person that God wants me to minister to, maybe he wants you to mentor that person. So you don't ever know. That's why it's so important that when you, when you work a job, when you're in a company or you own a business or you're in management, it's so important that you're very careful about what you say and who you talk to and what is your demeanor towards these people and that person? Uh, because that could be the person that God's called you to minister to. And a lot of times, you won't even know you're ministering to them. If, if you talk to people out of a godly heart, out of out of a heart of love, compassion, concern, concern. Um, and I know this it sounds more like we're in Sunday school than it does we're talking about business. But, you know, if if you're a Christian and you want to run a business or you run your department from God's perspective with godly principles, then this is something that you got to get right because God wants you to, to minister. There's somebody that God wants you to minister to, maybe more than one person. It may be multiple people. There's people that are ministering to you. Stop and think about the people that minister to you. If you're around Christian people in your job, there's probably some people that really stick out in your mind that, that kind of minister to you. you know. And God uses those people. God uses them. And so that's something that you need to, to keep in mind. All right, the next wisdom key. Your identity is never found in your position or your promotion. Boy, I, I could talk a lot about that. You know, some people say, well, you are what you do. That is certainly not true. You know, the thing that, the one of the things that I didn't like about being a pastor was everybody called me Pastor Harold, Pastor Milby, Pastor Harold. Well, it's, it's kind of like, well, what are you saying? Are you saying that that's who I am? That I, that that's who who I am as a person? I'm, I'm the pastor? Yeah, that's my profession. That was what God had called me to do at that time. And that's what I was supposed to be doing. But that's not my identity. My identity is in Christ. My identity is in God. Your identity as a business owner is, is not being a business owner. That's not your identity. Your identity is in Christ. Your identity is in who God says that you are. That's that's your identity. Um, I've got several passages here that I can share with you, and I think it's important that we that we look at, at, at some of these passages. I, I do. Because... Uh, this is something that for men, you know, men have a tougher time with this. Men have a tougher time with with this whole identity thing. Um, you know, there's a great book out there, and if you've never read it, I encourage you to read it. It's called uh, "Getting to Know the Man in the Mirror," and it's really a lot about identity. But I, I just I just want to share with you some passages here, uh, so you can go to Galatians in chapter three, verse twenty-seven. And verse twenty-eight, it says, "For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus." So that's part of my identity. I, I'm in I'm in Christ Jesus. That that's my identity is going to be found in Christ. That's where my identity is going to be found in. It's going to be found in my Lord and Savior. First Peter chapter two verse nine says, um, "Receiving the end of your salvation, even the salvation of your souls." Um, I'm sorry, that was uh, chapter. One, I'm supposed to be in chapter 2, I apologize. So, But it says in chapter 2, verse 9, it says, "...but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light." So you're a chosen generation of royal priesthood. My identity is not in my job. My identity is not in my profession. My identity is not what I do. My identity is in who Christ is in me. That hope of glory, that's who he is. Never confuse the fact uh, that your identity is something different than what you do. So keep that in mind. And, And that next promotion is not part of your identity. It's not part of who you are. Don't ever let that become the case. Next wisdom key, uh, wisdom seed. God always works more on the person than He does on the position. I've said that before. God works on the man that that we we've got to get ourselves uh, into that place. We've got to get ourselves into a position where God can bless us. You know, the blessing is there. God can snap His finger, and the blessing right there be be in our lives. Uh, let's let's look at uh, uh, Philippians chapter three and uh, verse. 11 uh, through 14. It says, uh, If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of, Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth Unto those things which are before me, I press toward the mark of the, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So God's always going to be working on us. We're pressing. We're moving. We're, we've got activity in our lives, and we're doing everything that we can. But keep in mind that God's going to be working on us through all of these things. Because He needs us to get to a certain level. He needs us to be at a certain place in, in our life in order for Him to promote us into that situation or into that uh, perfect spot that He has for us. All right, so next wisdom seed, and this is one we've talked about already. Uh, God can change your position or bring promotion in 24 hours or less. Joseph went from the prison to the palace in less than 24 hours. In less than 24 hours, he went from the prison to the palace. So God can do the same thing for you. He's no respecter of persons. Next wisdom seed. Expect God to promote you or change your position, but without detracting from your current position. In other words, God's not going to destroy, belittle, or bring down your uh, current position to put you in another position. That's not what happens. God doesn't do that. Joseph had an expectation. His dream would come true. He had that expectation. Even when he was in prison, even when he was working for Potiphar, he still had that expectation that his dream was going to come true, that that vision that God gave him. He didn't detract from where he was at. He didn't give Joseph the opportunity to feel sorry for himself. Whoa, is pitiful me because of the situation that I'm in, and I really thought that I was going to be somebody and do something, and now look at where I'm at. You know, I'm in this horrible place. I'm in this horrible position. You know, even the job that I had right after I left ministry, and I knew that I wasn't going to stay there, you know, I never looked at it like it was this poor, pitiful me. Look at this horrible position that I'm in. You know, I, I had to understand that God was using it. I didn't know how exactly, but God was using it. So keep that in mind. Uh, here's another wisdom seed. Become a master at your current position. Become a master at it. Become the best that you can be. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but become a master at your current position. You know, just get better at it. Do everything that you can. All right. Next wisdom seed. Realize in the natural, your next position or promotion may look like a move backward or laterally. Sometimes when God moves you up, in your mind you don't see it as being moved up. You may even see it as being moved down. You know that that first position that I took after I left the ministry was certainly, if I wanted to look at it in the natural, I could say, "Boy, have I fallen." You know, I've I've went from a position of respect and, and a, a position of, we'll, we'll say management, you know, because if you're a senior pastor, there's a lot of things that you do This very like business management. But, you know, I went from that position to something that most people, I, in fact, I I, I I never forget one of the uh, uh, customers that came in, had an unruly kid uh, kind of screaming, giving her a hard time. and And I happened to be in the parking lot, and I was picking trash up out of the parking lot, cleaning the parking lot up. Uh, where this uh, business was that I was working. And uh, I'll never forget the mother. The mother looked at the child and said, if you don't listen to me straighten up and get better and do better in school, you're going to wind up like that man over there picking up the garbage. Now, you can imagine how that made me feel. You uh, You know, I didn't feel really good about my position at that point. But I also recognized that in that position that God had moved me to, it it wasn't necessarily a position backwards uh, or or laterally. Laterally, it l- may have looked that way, but that doesn't mean that, that God used it that way, because God's in control. That's what you have to understand. Joseph became a servant. Then he became a prisoner. You know, so he was a, he was in prison before he went to the palace. But you know he he was a he was a, a servant. Uh, and then he became a prisoner. So he went from being a servant in the head of Potiphar's house to being a prisoner. That to me did not look like uh, a promotion. It didn't in the natural. It did not look like uh, something that uh, was a positive move. It looked like he went backwards. But yet that position was a very positive change for him, because it put him in a position to uh, get to know the the pharaoh. Of Egypt at the time, and to have his favor, and then to be promoted to basically run the country for Pharaoh. But he went from being a servant to being in prison, so at that time, I'm sure he did not think that that was putting him in a place to where, uh, oh yeah, this is a great move for me. Yeah, you went from being a servant to now you're a prisoner. Yeah, doesn't look like a real big promotion here. It looks like you went in the other direction. So keep that in mind, that you know your next position or promotion may not look like anything that you've went up it may look like a lateral move or it may look like you went backwards don't worry about it god's the one that's going to give you the direction and the guidance and give you the understanding he's using this for preparation for your life so don't don't stop don't stop there um next wisdom seed your next position or promotion may come disguised or veiled You may not even recognize it. You may not see it. It may be disguised uh, as you move towards it. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in life. You know, it don't look all that great until after it happens. And then once you're in the middle of it, you find out what the blessing is. A lot of things will come disguised. You won't see it. You know, Gideon... You know, you know, Gideon had had the prophet of God come to him and say, "Hey, you you mighty man of valor, uh, God's chosen you to lead the children of Israel." Gideon said, "Hey, you got the wrong guy." He said, I, "I'm in the I'm the youngest and the smallest in my household, and my household is the smallest, and my family is the smallest in the tribe. So I'm the small of the small of the small. So I'm not a mighty man of valor." So this whole thing came disguised to him. He didn't see it. He didn't recognize it. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, The next wisdom seed, having a servant's heart is required in every position. You know, David, he served Saul. Joseph served Potiphar. Joseph served Pharaoh. Having a servant's heart does not mean you allow people to walk all over you. It means that when you do things, you look at it more from a position of servanthood you know and and I know that as a believer in business, that may sound counterintuitive at times, you know because you're the boss, and so people do what you say and and again, it's not that that being having a servant's heart stops you from uh, completing the agenda that you feel like you need to have for your business. Or what have you, uh, your your department, or what have you. But you need to approach these things from a servant's heart. So having a servant's heart is required in every position. All right. Next wisdom seed. Sometimes there will be changes in your current position. Embrace them. You know, I've, I I can tell you in in twenty some years of being with the company that I'm with right now, there's been a lot of changes some good some made me nervous some made me so nervous i thought maybe i better polish up my resume and get out of there but these were changes that i had to embrace because that's where god put me i'd ask, i asked god many times i went to him in prayer I said god i, I want to leave i don't i don't like these changes and god would clearly speak to my heart and say i didn't tell you that you're going to leave this is not your, this is not the plan you need to stick to the course that i've laid out for you and so you know, those were those were changes that came. But, you know, sometimes there's going to be changes in your current position. you got to bless them. you got to embrace them. You know, keep this in mind. Paul wrote half of the New Testament while he was in prison. While he was in prison. You know, so definitely he had changes that I'm sure he wasn't expecting. And uh, so that's a wisdom key to keep in mind. Next one. A negative or poor attitude toward another person in their position will negatively affect you in yours. Let me say it again. A negative or poor attitude toward another person in their position will negatively affect you in your position. You know, Saul had a very negative attitude towards towards David. Cain had a very negative attitude towards Abel. You know we can we can look at things. You know Joseph brothers had a very negative attitude towards their brother. But keep in mind for you, if you have a negative person towards another person in their position, it can negatively affect you. You know you you can't do that. I I had a guy that I that was my direct report that that I reported to that the company had hired. Uh, the owner had hired this man, and he hired him to be uh, to be the vice president actually to be the president of the company and this was a position that i later began to think and even had phone calls from customers saying what is going on are you on your way out because why would they hire this guy why wouldn't they put you in that position and uh, so this guy came in and i accepted those changes and uh, can continued to to move forward and had a, a positive attitude and there were times when this guy would ask me to, to do things that I knew he had been asked to do by the owner, but I did them, and then he took that information to the owner and then submitted it as his work. And I knew he was doing it, but I just chose to bless him. I just chose to leave that alone and let God deal with that. And there was a time that God deal, did do, deal with it and, and gave me the opportunity to actually share with the owner of the business. And, uh, and that uh, person wound up leaving the company, and then I was promoted once again uh, in the company. I think if I had been negative, if I had been disparaging in any way, the owner of, of our company would have seen that from me, and it would have had a completely different outcome in my life. So I think it's important to realize you got to have a positive attitude, a good attitude towards other people and their positions. Because if not, if you have the opposite, then you can have a very negative effect in what God does in your promotion or what God has in store for you. It can negate that time of preparation. It It, it hinders it. It slows it down. And that's not what you want. Thank you for tuning into this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.